Paula Proudlock is a senior researcher at the Children's Institute at the University of Cape Town. Paula, good morning to you. How important is it to get more food to these younger children, children under the age of five, children yet not yet in formal schooling? Good morning, Stephen, and good morning, Eileen, if you're still there. Um, the the under fives is the, the group that we should be prioritizing because they're not getting the school nutrition program and most of them are not also being subsidized through the ECD subsidy. So they're the group who are missing out on government's nutrition programs. And so the best way to actually reach those households who have those children is through increasing the child support grant because that grant has over the years been eroded it was designed to provide enough money to a ha- to a f- caregiver for the food and clothing of a child, but due to it not keeping pace with food inflation, it's been eroded substantially, and now it's thirty percent lower than the food poverty line. So, if you are a household suffering from unemployment, you have no job, your only income is that grant. Especially if you're a mom on your own with your children, that's your only source of income. Um, And the school nutrition program, would it make sense to, I don't know, allow any child to come to any school to get some food? I mean, that surely wouldn't be that hard to do because we have a lot of that infrastructure in place. The Department of Basic Education and the um, and various ECD NGOs are working on that. They're working on pilots on getting the National School Nutrition Program potentially extended down um, to your your children under five. The the problem is is how to reach them. So they they would need to get to the school or the program needs to get out to them. So they're trying to work out how to do that, but it's going to take a while, you know, for that to actually reach all the children who need it. And as Eileen has pointed out, the longer we take to address this problem, and we've had this problem with us for, for several years, and government has been aware of it for many years, that stunting rate came out in 2016. The longer we take to actually address this, the higher the burden on the country and the economy as a whole. Because if you have stunted children, you're going to have a stunted economy. Um, I've never really understood why this problem has been so difficult. I mean, I do on one level. We're a difficult country to govern. Um, It's a very big country. Uh, You have people in many different areas, and it can actually be quite difficult to get food to them. And then, of course, the economic problems we were aware of. And yet, I mean, we've known from 1994 how big this problem is. There must be, I mean, there must be other countries that have had similar problems. There must be ways that we can have an intervention that over, say, the next five years would make a measurable difference. Stephen, the the evidence shows that the most effective program in South Africa to prevent child food poverty is the child support grant. During, um, from 2003 to 2013, that child support grant reduced our food poverty level for children by 20 percentage points. So in 2003, we had um, 53% of our children living below the food poverty line. And over 10 years of the child support grant, it was reduced to 33%. So injecting cash into really poor households does reduce food poverty. And we have a problem in South Africa of structural unemployment. And that's going to be with us for many years. So we need to focus on redistributing the wealth from the top down into the very poor households, and the child support grant is the best tool to do that. Paula Proudlock, thank you. Senior researcher at the Children's Institute at the University of Cape Town.